0: Welcome back to another episode of Turn Up the Volumes. I'm Tori. And I'm Evelyn. And we are ready to dive into the bestseller, Love, Rosie, by Cecilia Ahern this month. And we thought this would be a really good pick as Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Mm. And we thought it was about time for another romance novel. (laughs) I think it's been since... (sighs) Was it Dearest Josephine? It's gotta have been since Dearest Josephine. Everything else has been like, we did The Winter People, we did Sleepy Hollow, and last month's book, Midnight Library, so. I mean, I've gotta
1: say, I mean, we are doing some crazy genre shifting from like <laughs> classics to vampires to romance. It's just all over the place.
0: I love it. I know. I was looking through our books from last year, and I was like, oh my gosh, has it been a year since we did The Great Gatsby? Like, I know, right? our our initial romance novel. <laughs> I still think about it all the time. All the time. It's so good. But yeah, so we thought it'd be time to throw another one into the mix. Uh, I didn't know a lot about this book, but it came up in a couple groups that I'm in on Goodreads, and I was like, yeah. That just sounds like a good, fun book. And I didn't even know it was a movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I found, When I was looking up the book, I was like, there's a movie? <laughs> so I haven't seen the movie. I know absolutely nothing about this book. Um, so there's that. But a little bit about the book. It was originally published under a different title, which was Where the Rainbows End. I'm sure that that will come into play somehow uh, in the book, that title. Um, it was originally published November 8th, in 2004, under the Where the Rainbows End title. It is a contemporary romance. And like I said, it was made into a movie adaptation, Love, Rosie, in 2014, starring Lily Collins and Sam Claflin. My love, Sam Claflin. <laughs> I love him and everything. And this links us to Hunger Games, so... It does! It <laughs> yes, he was. And he was perfect in that role. Yeah, he did a great job. So, for those of you who don't know much about the book, haven't read any of it yet, I'm just going to give a quick summary that I stole off the back of the book, and we will dive into some of our questions. Rosie and Alex are destined for each other, and everyone seems to know it but them. Best friends since childhood, they are separated as teenagers when Alex and his family relocate from Dublin to Boston. Like two ships always passing in the night, Rosie and Alex stay friends, and though the years pass, the two remain firmly attached via emails and letters. Heartbroken, they learn to live without each other, but destiny is a funny thing. and this In this novel of several missed opportunities, Rosie and Alex learn that fate isn't done with them quite yet. Oh, that was rough. I don't know why I couldn't read that. <laughs> it's right in front of my eyes right now. Anyway. Anyway. Well, it's also like the sentence structure was a little it was, fractured yeah, it was, there. Yeah. But it's right. Like, are.
1: The back of the books are always a little wild.
0: Yeah, they're like, no one proofread this. <laughs> so I don't blame myself. I blame whoever wrote the back of the book. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we decided to read the first five chapters of this book because I got my book in the mail and I went oh that's longer than I expected but (laughs) I do have the like small paperback so it's like 500 pages about so but I I don't see it really being that long in theory um but I was like, all right, two chapters is not going to be enough. We barely get a taste of the characters. So we did five chapters. So what were your initial thoughts on our five chapters? Hmm. Well, I
1: enjoyed it. I think it was really engaging. And I think that, you know, starting with them being, like, really young, you get to see their kind of friendship from elementary school evolve into high school. And, um... So it's just kind of neat to, to kind of read, and you're kind of growing with them, even though you just met them. Mm-hmm. Um, and five chapters was just enough to, like, hook you in, because mm-hmm. something does happen where you're waiting, like, okay, what oh, just happened? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, what about I, you? Same. I, I, I really enjoyed kind of seeing them grow up together. I felt super connected to that, and I super just love how engaging it was and how much like the story just unfolded in just those five chapters Mm -hmm. i mean like we said in the summary alex moves away during that um period of time they're both getting ready to start college like it's just a really tumultuous time for them Mm -hmm. especially in the last couple chapters we the years get closer and closer together So I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed reading those first five chapters and I have been dying (laughs) trying to wait to read the rest because I, so I chose these first five chapters and then I regretted it because (laughs) the last, the last chapter ends on a very serious cliffhanger Mm -hmm. and I am desperate to turn that page and I have withheld myself. And as soon as we, like, hang up this call, I will be reading that next chapter (laughs) just to get that, like, fix. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this book is very, very engaging. Yes. So, So, kind of going off of that, let's talk about the format a little bit. It's our favorite kind of format.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it helps making it so engaging is that it's not like you're reading a lot of just, like, informative text and stuff. You're, like, you're just thrown right in.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely love this format, because if anyone knows anything about me and what kind of books I like to read, I am heavy, heavy, heavy on dialogue. Mm -hmm. If it is a very, like, internal thought, uh, action-heavy book, I'm like, I don't want that. I get very bored. I need to, like, hear the words. Because I'm like, I'm a TV and movie person. I need Mm -hmm. that, like, heavy dialogue. So... Mm -hmm. I love that the book is all dialogue, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Um, and I found like that the no email I am formats really held my attention and made the reading very easy. I mean, I think I read the first five chapters in like 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, I just sat down and read it. I was like, oh, I can't believe I read that much and that fast. And I, I can't read anymore. <laughs> um, mm. But I found like, there's books we read in the past where there wasn't a lot of dialogue, and I was like, I am struggling. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading like a textbook. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, what book was <laughs> that? Which is so, which is funny because as much as I love like historical type books, they often tend to be less dialogue heavy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I was recently reading *The Duchess*, which is one of my favorite movies. So I was like, I'll get the book. Like the book's got to be really good. Like this movie's so amazing. Mm -hmm. I sat down to read the book one day and I think I made it like 25 pages. And I was like, okay, this is reading like a history book. Like (laughs) the movie's full of like intrigue and like affairs and all this like crazy stuff. And the book, I was like, Georgiana like walked to the park on this day. And I was like, okay, I don't care. Like, (laughs) but so I like, I was just like, I miss the dialogue. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm, I'm very excited about this book, because it's definitely one of my favorite kind of, I think newer formats that have started happening Mm -hmm. more, especially with the introduction of more like texting in books and everything like that. I'm really excited to kind of see this play out more in more works of fiction that Mm -hmm. come out in years to come. So
1: Yes. Yeah. And given our track record, we'll
0: be reading them because yes. we seem to do a lot of these types. Me, me after this googling, what books yes. have email format? <laughs> I'm planning for 2023 already. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so I, I absolutely adored the format of this. And I'm, I'm hoping it continues for the rest of the book. I have no idea, but... I'm assuming that with the title and the track record it will, so. Mm. But yeah, let's get into the meat of it. Let's talk about some predictions on our very tumultuous end of yes. our fifth chapter. Um, to kind of, I'll give a little background before we make some predictions. Okay. Um, so we are, well, hmm, let me say this. Before I get into a little background, let's just go on a general predictions. You know, like we know that like on the back of the book it's obviously Rosie and Alex are like supposed to be together. We know this. It's like pretty much handed to us, but like it's like well they don't know it. Ha ha ha. Um but it's definitely I feel like it's going to be a very like emotional like rough ride to get them together. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I feel like it's one of those books where, um, someone's going to have to give up something. Yeah. I feel like that's how they have have to end up together. They're going to have to compromise because they're both so stubborn and Mm -hmm. Mm strong-willed that there's no way (laughs) that that will work. Um, I don't know. What do you think about just generally?
1: I think that, um you know, because the book already basically tells you they're meant to be, then it's just going to be, like, a really long kind of, like, will they, won't they, even though you know eventually, like, they're soulmates, they have to end up together. It's just, like, the journey about getting there, mm-hmm. and I think that it's going to be emotional, and there's going to be the the feeling of all is lost, and they're never going to mm-hmm. be together, and how is this even going to turn up now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: I feel like somebody might even get married. Oh, I, I agree with that. Oh, very heavily. Um... <laughs> This book actually reminds me a lot of a book I read last year called One Day in December. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. It's like, you know this person's their soulmate, but um, you're, it's like a whole 10-year span. And mm-hmm. you just watch, like, all these missed opportunities, all these missed opportunities. Yeah, M- Marriages happen, marriages fall apart, relationships, like, it's just... Completely off the rails, but like you're like, how there's only a couple chapters left. I know they have to get together, right? So I feel like that's this is going to be a very similar style of plot line. Mm. Now to get into the cliffhanger, (laughs) yes. So a little bit of background Alex has moved to America, his dad got a job in Boston, so they moved there his last year of high school. Rosie's left all by her lonesome in Ireland. And she has no friends because her and Alex were each other's best friends. And they kind of cut themselves off from everybody. They didn't really want to let anybody into their friendship. So she's left alone her last year of high school. And kind of through high school, they have some like topsy-turvy kind of friendship issues with um, different relationships and, you know, kind of navigating high school as a male-female relationship and that kind of all that stuff that comes with that and so the deb's come up or like a debutante ball basically Mm -hmm. and rosie's like trying to get alex to come back and he wants to come back he wants to see everybody he wants to see rosie and he's trying he's trying to get back trying to make it but there's all these issues at the airport. Because of course there is. Because <laughs> why wouldn't there be? Right. Because there has to be some intrigue early in the book. Right. So he can't make it. But Rosie needs a date to the debutante ball because it'd be shameful if she didn't have a date. <laughs>
1: so embarrassing.
0: So embarrassing. <laughs> and um, the she ends up bringing this kid, Brian who they, like, made fun of in high school. Like, Alex kind of doesn't like him. And he, and uh, Rosie's like, whatever. He was available. Like, I needed somebody to go with me. And Rosie, at that point, she's like, well, I'm coming to Boston soon. Like, I'll see you there in the fall. I got accepted to a college there so we can hang out more, which is great. We're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be perfect. This is the start of a blooming romance. And then all of a sudden, Rosie stops talking to Alex after the ball. (laughs) What happened? It's been three weeks. Rosie is just in a fraught. She drops out of college. Doesn't tell Alex. Alex has to hear from, I think, his mom who talked to Rosie's mom. He's all concerned about her. And they're like, why does Rosie drop out of college? And the last bit of the chapter we get is Rosie sends an email to Alex, the first time she's talked to him since the ball, and says, Oh, God, Alex, what have I done? And the subject line is help. And I was like, what? Yep. (laughs) So, let's make some predictions. I have, it's so
1: difficult, because like, okay, clearly something happened with this guy, like, at at the dance. Something happened, I don't know what, we don't know what, Mm-hmm. But something happened to the point where it affected her, and things changed in her life enough where she dropped out of school. We don't know why. Maybe that's like, I, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say what I'm thinking. You first.
0: Me first. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have a couple different theories. Um, so kind of some context clues is that um, so it's been three weeks since the dance. And then she's emailing with her sister. Her sister's coming home to support her, which I was like, because her sister's been living in, like, Paris, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, going to find herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's coming back. So we're like, okay, this has got to be serious. Um, And her parents were all, like, upset at her. And I was like, okay. So this is going to be, like, a couple different things. Yep. It's either... (laughs) She has some crazy disease. I feel like that's always a good place to start. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Something terrible's happened in her family that's just so emotional she can't go to college. Um, something emotionally traumatic happened to her at that dance. Mm-hmm. Or she's pregnant.
1: <laughs> I believe she's pregnant.
0: <laughs> I also believe she's pregnant. That's <laughs> my, it's my big theory. Oh my so I'm goodness. like, what would keep an 18-year-old from going to college in another country. Yep. And with, you know, Ireland being the way Ireland is, and, like, all that stuff, I was just like, it's gotta be that, right? Right. Like... Oh, oh, man. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad you also had the same theory. (laughs) Yes. Yep. So, Um, we will find
1: out very, very soon, I'm sure.
0: Yes. Literally, probably as soon as we turn the page. (laughs) Yep. Um, so... Kind of going off of that theory. Let's say she is pregnant, right? Do we think that she will have the baby? Hmm. I think that she. Part of me thinks that
1: thinks that she won't, but the other part of me thinks that she will mm-hmm. because.
0: Well, let me say this. Do you think she will choose to have the baby? Uh,
1: uh, that's what I'm saying. Is like I yeah. feel like she. I could see it going both ways. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like I don't know her enough yet as a character to decide what she would do. Yeah. I feel like if she would she dropped will. out of school, maybe she would have the baby?
0: Yeah. I feel like she would yeah. choose to have the baby. I don't know if, like, I even hate to say this, like, if she would lose the baby. Right. I don't but, know. like, it's like it kept her from going to college, but they're like, we have to write this whole book. Like... I don't want to, like, make this whole book about Rosie being a single mom at wait, 18. Who's <laughs>
1: to say she's single? What if her family's making her marry that guy? Oh, no! <laughs> I didn't even consider that possibility. <laughs> Brian! I just called it her and Brian are getting married because it's not in a family.
0: Oh, oh no.
1: Because <laughs> then you're like, how the heck is she going to end up with Alex now?
0: I know. Well, stranger things have happened. That's right. Um, okay, so she has the baby, she's married to Brian, <laughs> where do we go from there?
1: Uh, well, they or got married so young, it's so crazy, they end up getting divorced, and Of course. You know, <laughs> you know how that goes, and, <laughs> you, you know, know. <laughs> that's my prediction, and I think that Alex will be in and out of relationships, mm-hmm. some serious, some not, but they never really fully follow, like, just, they never feel right. And until finally he and Rosie reconnect, and it's like, no time has passed.
0: Hmm. Okay. So, other question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Rosie will move to America, or do you think Alex will move back to Ireland, or do you think they will separately move to the same country that is different from both of those?
1: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, after she and Brian get divorced, she's going to move to America for a new fresh start. Yeah. And, but uh, Alex is gonna move back
0: to Ireland. Of course. And they're just gonna be like two ships passing, passing in the night. the night. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you're right. I feel like it's like gonna be back and forth for a while. Um, Like, I really want Rosie to move to America. And, like, she's a single mom. So, like, obviously, she needs a job. She can't go to college yeah. because Brian's out of the picture at this point. Yeah. And,. I think she's going to have to, like, pull a Gilmore Girls vibe where she, like, kind of works her way up from the bottom in some hospitality industry. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's what she's going to college for, was something mm-hmm. in, um, like, hotel management or something like that. Um, so I think that's, like, she's going to, like, work her way up and she's going to become, like, this powerful, like, hotel person, like, a manager or something like that, or even an owner. Um And then, like, Alex is going to come stay at one of her hotels. (laughs) Um, That's what my dream is for this book. (laughs) But I don't know if that's super realistic.
1: I mean, you never know. At this point, anything's (laughs) up in the air.
0: I guess we'll never know. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. But I think you are right that they're going to keep, like, moving and just missing each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So... Anyway, are the the other predictions we have for this book? No, I feel like we just ran wild with those. (laughs) We really did. I think we went harder than you like as a single mother. She's gonna. (laughs) And we don't even know if she's pregnant. (laughs) Oh my
1: goodness! Uh, At this point, she better be.
0: (laughs) If she's not, I'll be mad. Anyway, I'll be mad if this eighteen-year-old's not pregnant. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So last question. At what point did this book hook you into the story? The end, the last chapter. Really? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's like my like I had a hook in me already, but like that was like the big hook that right, got right, me. Right. The I think the first part that I was like, "Oh my gosh, I already like loved this book was when Alex starts dating Bethany." <laughs> yes. And Rosie gets, like, real upset and real defensive. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have been there. <laughs> yes. In high school. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and I was, I was as I was reading that, I was like, I think, like, we all have, like, that best guy friend that you're super, like, territorial with because you don't want him to get hurt or because you're in love with him, yeah. especially in high school. I think mm-hmm. everybody had that person in high school. So I felt like that interaction, especially when they're like IMing, was so relatable. And I just was instantly hooked from that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's just too easy. It's too easy. Too easy. So yeah, that was the moment that I really got like super hooked in. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the cliffhanger is like, oh my gosh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the drama. I know, bring it on. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, guys, that is A Little Taste of Love Rosie. I have about 400 chapters to 400 pages to go. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> 400 pages to read after this. Um, and so do you all, unless you get the ebook and the ebook is shorter for some reason. But regardless, uh, we hope you guys. Are enjoying the first five chapters and are ready to get set on the rest of the book and see how your predictions come true let us know your predictions you can send them to us by email you can post them in the Goodreads group which I will continue to plug because I'd love to hear <laughs> you guys thoughts <laughs> it's gonna be like me from last year with the memes I'd be like guys I've given up on the memes <laughs> at this point I just need you to, to interact with me <laughs> But anyways, please join us there. It's super fun. We have all the questions in there from every episode so that you can talk to us about what your thoughts are about the book, what your thoughts are about predictions, and, you know, just have some fun. A silly, goofy time. So (laughs) join us there. Uh, (laughs) And you can also find us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Instagram at TurnUpTheVolumes, Facebook.com slash TurnUpTheVolumesPodcast. We're on Twitter at TUTV underscore podcast, and you can email us. Any questions, thoughts, concerns, requests to TurnUpTheVolumes at gmail.com. So that's all of our handles, so please reach out to us on there, follow us there. We also would super appreciate it if you guys could give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcast. That really helps us out, helps boost our podcasts and get more listeners like you. Anyways, guys, we will see you in a couple weeks post-Valentine's Day with our second episode of Love, Rosie. See you guys then.